Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. Let's talk about public policy in this episode, and the topic is President Joe Biden and his administration's report card. It's been more than a year and a half since Joe Biden was sworn into the office of the President of the United States. A year and a half is enough time to figure out if the country, under a new administration, is going in the right direction or not. A year and a half is a long time, and now I think it's time for us to examine the performance of this administration. Now I remember back when President Trump was elected in 2016, people started judging him even before he started his office. Even before he completed his first 100 days in office, people were judging him and Democrats were blaming him for this and that and so on and so forth. Now here we are, 1.5 years of the Biden administration, we've already seen that. And so now my question is, after 1.5 years of President Biden being in office, how are we doing as a country? You know, you can ask, with the Biden administration in charge, what's going on in the country? How is the United States doing? Now, I want to be very clear. This is truly a policy-focused episode, and people who know me know that I am a conservative. I identify as a Republican. But for this episode, I'm going to keep my politics aside. I just want to talk to you as an American consumer. I am here addressing you all as an American citizen without bringing my political affiliation into the picture. Americans, they work, they earn a paycheck, go to grocery store for shopping, operate, you know, Americans operate vehicles, they pay for gasoline, um, we go out to restaurants for lunch and dinner. You know, people who are just working hard to have a decent life. So, as an American consumer, using my common sense, I want to examine the performance of the administration that's in power right now. And all we have to do is look at the facts. And here are the facts. Americans, since the start of the Biden administration, have experienced rising prices of gas. This is largely because of the administration's opposition to fossil fuels, such as oil and gas. Under the previous administration, energy prices were pretty low because our country experienced growth in domestic energy production. Low energy prices made personal and commercial transportation affordable. When fuel prices are low, it helps generate more economic activity. But after Joe Biden became the president, energy prices have been going up the average price of gas reached over $5 per gallon. It is unbelievable, but it's true. From my observation, every time gas price goes down by a few cents, maybe 5 cents or 10 cents, some news outlets report that as a decrease, some call it falling prices of gas. Well, not really. If the average gas price goes up to over $5 a gallon and then falls by a few cents, that's really nothing to report. 
it's not significant here in Wisconsin I'm still paying well over four dollars per gallon for regular gas that's not affordable for many people and this is happening because of the Biden administration's policies if an administration tries to restrict the extraction of oil and gas what do you think the result would be high energy prices and that's exactly what we are experiencing right now that is the result and people are suffering travel and transportation are more expensive under Biden compared to the previous administration because of gas price hike now the effect does not end there high energy prices translate into increase in the prices of goods energy is an input in the production process so when the price of an input goes up the price of the product goes up as well and that's exactly what we are seeing prices of things at grocery stores at the malls at shopping centers are going up but there are other factors too high levels of government spending would lead to inflation ask any student of economics if that is true and yes that is true when government spends a ton of money there's more money circulating in the economy more money chasing fewer goods and that means that prices of those goods will increase now inflation what it does is it erodes the value of money causing pain and suffering and particularly it it affects the hard-working Americans on fixed incomes and that's what's happening right now people are suffering because of reckless government spending now Washington DC likes to spend money people's money taxpayers money our money and when there's a lack of fiscal responsibility in government what we're seeing right now with the Biden administration in power inflation is the result it was just reported today today that inflation rose to an annual rate of 9.1 percent in June this is the highest rate since 1981 so people are losing confidence in the economy and that's pretty obvious and as a result the stock market is taking a turn for the worse Dow Jones industrial average had reached over 36,000 not too long ago and now last I checked it's under 31,000 the stock market isn't just for Wall Street investors the health of the retirement funds of everyday Americans depends on the performance of the market the market is affected by government policies people speculate people make projections they examine past actions and they try to predict future ones and investors are very careful with their money as they should be if they don't have confidence in the administration that's in charge and if investors feel that the decisions being made are not beneficial for the economy then that fear will be reflected in the way the market performs and right now I can tell you from my observation that people are not feeling optimistic about the economy and the market okay next is the supply chain supply chain problems well problem is not really the right word I should say supply chain crisis severe crisis unbelievable crisis there are shortages of all kinds of things and most notably there is the shortage of baby formula 
Think about that. The United States of America, the world leader, an advanced industrialized nation facing a shortage of baby formula. How is that even possible? Well, with Joe Biden in the Oval Office, a baby formula shortage is possible and it is a real problem. But there are shortages of all kinds of things, microchip shortage, lumber shortage, shortage of pet supplies and lots more. The supply chain crisis is something like I've never seen in my lifetime. And there are other people who are older than me who say the same thing. They have never experienced shortages like, we're, like what we're seeing right now. Now let's shift our focus to other issues. Let's talk about Homeland Security. We are a sovereign nation and as such we must have strong border security. And that's not a political statement. It's common sense. Any independent sovereign country will make sure that its borders are secure. Border security simply means that there's a strong control over who gets into the country. And just like, I mean, it's just like what you would have at home. You have a home with walls and you have a door that stays locked. When you wish to allow someone to enter the country, such as a guest, you open the door and you let that person in. If somebody who you do not know wants to get inside your home, you simply do not allow that. It's your house and you decide who can come in. Our country is also our home and therefore we must have strong secure borders to ensure that only those who have authorization can come in. Sadly, under the Biden administration that's not the case. There are undocumented immigrants pouring across the southern border of the United States. They are coming in without authorization, without documentation, without visa, without permission. They are simply crossing the border and entering America. And the Biden administration is not taking steps to stop this. The Trump administration had taken steps to address the severe problem of illegal immigration. But President Biden has different policies. And his administration is not doing the right thing. This administration is not stopping the flow of illegal immigrants. Foreign nationals are entering the United States through the southern border without permission and this administration is not stopping that. When an administration cannot enforce our country's law and when the administration does not take the proper steps to stop the flow of illegal immigrants, what grade should we give this administration? Certainly not an A, not a B, not even a C. I think this administration gets a failing grade for failing to secure our border and for failing to protect our homeland. Think about all the people who are waiting in line to enter the United States legally, following the proper process. Those who are waiting for their visas and do, they are doing the right things to make a lawful entry. It's unfair to them if the Biden administration does not stop the illegal border crossings. An open border means that anyone from anywhere in the world can enter the United States through the open southern border. Now what does that do to our national security? Ask that question to the Biden administration and just wait for their answer. Will we ever get an answer? At the international level, 
There's obviously a lot to talk about, but I'll keep it brief. How about the Afghanistan withdrawal? What a failure that was. The way the Biden administration withdrew troops from Afghanistan, leaving behind billions of dollars of military equipment and leaving behind our Afghan allies. Leaving behind military equipment shows tremendous weakness. And then, leaving behind our Afghan allies is a betrayal of trust. And what does that do to our reputation? Will our allies ever be able to trust us again? That's the huge damage that's been done to America's reputation on the global stage because of Biden administration's bad decision-making. As a global leader, we must project strength and we must not show any weakness. What the Biden administration has done is projecting weakness. And once again, it's not a political statement, it's a fact. There's a crime surge in America. In places like Chicago and Los Angeles and many other places across the country, criminal activities have increased significantly. In my home city of Madison, in the state of Wisconsin, there are reports after reports after reports of a wide variety of crimes. To combat crimes at the local level, the Commander-in-Chief of the United States must project strength. The Commander-in-Chief must show support for the men and women of law enforcement. But instead, many of Joe Biden's allies in Washington support defunding the police. As the President of the United States, Joe Biden has not shown any leadership in addressing the problems that Americans across the country face. His administration continues to paint a rosy picture of the State of the Union. Just recently, the White House press secretary said, and here's the actual quote, she said, we are stronger economically than we have been in history. Really? I don't think anyone needs to fact check that statement because we all know that it is completely false. There are many other issues I could discuss, but I will end here. But just to recap, our economy is in a bad condition. Prices are going through the roof and there are widespread shortages. The value of money is falling. People are losing confidence in the economy. There is no border security. And our reputation on the world stage has been severely hurt. And crime is going up. Almost everything is moving in the wrong direction. So now if you ask me what grade should we give the Biden administration for its performance in the last one and a half years, I think the answer is, it's a fail. Complete fail. That is my assessment. I want to hear what you have to say. So share with me your thoughts and comments. And I will be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anand.